This edition of the USCC Expo Experience on CannabisRadio.com is brought to you by Regulated Solutions, your partner for producing compliant cannabis and hemp brand events. Learn more at RegulatedSolutions.com. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the USCC Expo Experience. Featuring one-on-one interviews with speakers, exhibitors, and attendees from the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And now, the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. And welcome back to the USCC Expo Experience here on Cannabis Radio. Today, we're happy to be joined by Robert Moore, who's the cannabis guru at People Guru. People Guru, they do HCM, or Human Capital Management, it's a single database, single platform, cloud-based solution designed for mid-market organizations for complete employee lifecycle management. Robert, thanks for joining us here on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. So I had to go and do a little research, did a little Googling, you know, pulled out my Encyclopedia Britannica. We know we don't use that anymore. Uh, to get the definition of human capital management, or HCM, it's a set of practices related to people resource management. These practices are focused on the organizational need to provide specific competencies and are implemented in three categories, workforce acquisition, workforce management, and workforce optimization. In other words, it's an umbrella term that covers talent acquisition, talent management, and talent optimization. So help me around around this need for the HCM in the cannabis industry. I know there's a lot of people being brought in that are being employed and a lot of great Fortune 500 executives, top level executives from many major brands. Talk to me about the need for this and uh, how people grow is entrenched into this. Sure. You know, I mean, that's a great question. Um, it- to really get your head around it, all you really need to do is look outside of the cannabis industry, right? And just look at organizations that are using human capital management tools um, around all industries, all verticals. You know, it just happens that the cannabis industry is new. It's highly growing. Um, and, you know, so the set of tools seems new. But this has been around for 20 years. So HCM systems like PeopleGuru um, – have been used by these industries to leverage innovative technologies and better attract, uh, retain, and engage a company's people. So when you refer to the cannabis industry specifically, there's an even larger need due to the high level of growth in in the industry uh, and the complexity and regulatory requirements specific to that business. Um, But you take a a vertically integrated cannabis business, for example, you know, they'll have a cultivation facility, which is, you know, basically an agricultural type business. Um, Then there's, you know, post-harvest, you have processing, extraction, packaging. So basically a manufacturing type of operation. And then, you know, there's dispensaries. So you're adding like a retail aspect to the business as well. And, you know, over my 15 years in the space, I've worked with all of these industries like separately, but seeing all three together in one organization, that's what really excites me about the, the cannabis industry. You know, it's really important for cannabis companies to find a vendor that's agile enough to serve like all these three industries within, you know, one HR application. And that's, you know, really what makes an HR leader's job manageable. Um, you know, if you think about it, for example, um, you'd probably want to post, you know, three jobs. If you had, you know, different jobs within the organization, um, you're going to want to post these on three different job boards. And to for the position you're trying to fill, you, you know, you're not going to look for a formulation scientist in the same place that you're going to look for, you um, 
you know, a bud tender, for example. So the career sites and the communities of career sites, you know, they're, they're all different. And this is all going on with, you know, within one organization. Um, so it just sounds grow- like a much more, much more higher level of staffing that you would normally see out there, some kind of employee workforce kind of development kind of deal. So let's talk yeah. about the reason why it's so important what you're doing because of the amount of employees coming in. And this stat was amazing. I, I don't forget where I got this stat from, but there's a report that says currently the United States cannabis industry employs roughly 125,000 people. It's projected to grow over 400,000 employees by 2021. That is amazing. It's a $10 billion, $10 billion market expected to grow to $40 billion in the same span, making it the fastest growing industry in the country and nearly four hundred percent so this industry is still relatively new we're still in the wild west stages corporatization legalization are on the horizon it's eventually going to happen but there's still a limited supply of experienced candidates in a high demand market robert talk to me about how big a market is there to help cannabis companies that are seeking out that talent and you know what's the kind of response you're getting from those potential applicants about the industry and making their way in yeah, sure. So, you know, by our estimation, uh, you know, cannabis is the premier vertical for growth. And that's why you know, we're dedicating so much time and resources um, to the space. But there's a couple different ways that organizations are going about acquiring new talent, right? So there's one way is to hire a staffing firm or a recruiting firm to go out and find a pool of suitable candidates, bring them in for an interview, et cetera. And, you know, when those um, employees are hired, those firms receive a pretty hefty commission. Usually it's proportionate to a percentage of the salary of the person hired. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I'm seeing these types of agencies spreading across states where legalization has occurred. I mean, they're popping up all over the place. Um, you know, I would not even guess what the opportunity is for those type of firms. But from PeopleGuru's perspective, um, you know, we help clients with the tools to attract uh, their own talent pools with, you know, our larger overriding suite of software. So it's just a component of what we do. But from a technology perspective, uh, you know, what we do is help clients uh, disseminate their job postings, um, attract new candidates and communicate with, with them throughout the process. And ultimately, you know, we're improving the quality of the experience for the candidate and, you know, the HR executive as well. So, um, you know, what, the, what does that mean? Well, it reduces the time to hire. You know, it's very important that these jobs are filled quickly. These companies have, you know, large projections. They don't want to miss. They need bodies. They need people, you know, doing this important work um, as part of that process. So we aid in that. And our projections have the industry of uh, being closer to like $145 billion by 2025. Um, and, you know, we believe that we can build it, you know, revenues in excess of, you know, $100 million annually serving, you know, just the cannabis industry alone at that point. So, you know, that's where we're working today. And we're only at uh, what we have 33 out of 50 states have some form of decriminalization. So there's still a, still a lot of room to grow here. No, totally. And I'll tell you, when I look at the amount of money that's being also spent on the employees themselves, I mean, first of all, and not for nothing, I mean, I don't know what you have to consider in terms of what kind of college education or what kind of education, if you can come in through trade schools, how you get to this point, but the money being made, and this is very wide ranging when it comes down to the top positions that are in cannabis right now, this, okay. I'm not afraid to say this. It's more than what I'm making. <laughs> I'm just saying, but <laughs> you, you have, both. let's just, let me just go through this. Cannabis did a great job pointing out the top positions that are, and will be in short supply. 
check out the numbers for this. For any of you that are students out there, any of you SSDP types, if you're looking to get yourself in the business, here's the kind of money you're going to be making. Master Cultivator and Grow Master makes between $120,000 and $165,000 a year. I don't even want to tell you how much it compares to my salary. <laughs> Master Extra, well, radio, that's always, the, you know, the salaries are always for radio. It's never anything glorious. It's more of just, the, you know, it's, we call it a cruel miss as we call it in the industry. But that's another point. Master Extractor with a PhD in chemistry, bump that up to $175,000 to $220,000 a year. Dispensary manager, eighty dollars to $120,000 a year. A pharmacist, which only makes about $75,000 into this space, hundred dollars to $180,000 per year. A supply chain specialist, eighty dollars to $120,000 a year. An extraction specialist, $75,000. That's the lowest end? $75,000 to $135,000 a year. And a regulatory and compliance specialist, eighty dollars to $170,000 per year. That's, I mean... I don't even know what I, I know what I could do with that kind of money. And it's a lot more what I could do now. What uh, these jobs that are most demand, talk to me what it is about them being demanded. And what are the easiest employees so far you've been able to acquire to recruit for those positions? Sure. Wow. Yeah, that's a, you know, there's gold in them. Their plants, I guess is is what they're saying out West. Right. Right. Um, But you know, those are great jobs. You know, they're highly competitive. You know, they're more than just highly competitive salaries, right? And I think it's it's a big win for the American workers, and it's a big win for the economy as a whole. Um, you know, the cannabis cannabis industry typically pays its people about twenty percent more uh, than its peers, and you know, you'd think with that type of premium, you know, it's going to draw the best and the brightest to the space. Um, you know, it's been my experience working with the leaders of cannabis businesses. You know, they're some of the sharpest business people that I've ever encountered, and I, you know, I've been doing this over fifteen years now. So, uh, you know, but with that, people, we're not a staffing firm, so we don't directly pursue uh, the candidates on our client's behalf, uh, but we do provide that technology platform. And I see our use, uh, clients using our application uh, to seek out candidates for you know, their legal teams, marketing teams, IT jobs are all over the place, finance jobs, HR, uh, marketing, and of course, cultivation employees. But far and away, um, you know, the headcount it takes to adequately, uh, adequately staff a retail operation, um, there's a, just a ton of those openings. Um, and, you know, these positions open up all across the board. You'll see things like wellness coordinator in states that have medical use and bud tenders in recreational states. Uh, but that's, you know, the highest number of openings that you're going to see is in those jobs. And it's getting quite competitive. And, you know, for, for retail people, you know, it's, it's a big win. You know, when you can move to, you know, those type of positions with, you know, the type of benefits that are offered by these companies, um, you know, it's really, it's really helping, um, you know, a lot of employees in that, uh, you know, in that spectrum that, you know, are, are pursuing retail careers. Now with them also, I guess, and there's always a couple of different scenarios that I have to think about when you're talking about, when I bring up all those positions, I guess that's mostly, you refer mostly to, I guess, the case California, which obviously has a high tax rate. And then, you know, property rates, things like that, how much money it would take to go ahead and, you know, even take a, a job like that. But then how much you'd have to work off in terms of uh, cost of living expenses and other various factors. Colorado may be the same way. So it's also something to be considered as well. One thing I also got to ask when it comes to the types of employees, like you said, you don't handle the staffing, but your technology handles things a certain way. Now, side question. There's a thing now where the college board, when it comes to their the SAT, ACT exams, they're now trying to offer a diversity score. So obviously, maybe some changes to the algorithm are being made 
to help foster diversity and to offer more of like an affirmative action type of feel. Is that something that's being considered at all? Is that something that's built into the HCM at all when it comes to hiring practices? Yeah, you know, and that's that's one of the great things about, uh, you know, H H and HCM platform like a people guru is, you know, part of that recruiting process. It, it's blind, right? It doesn't see color. It doesn't see gender. It doesn't see doesn't see anything. Um, all it does is, you know, looks at the core data. So, you know, employers that want to offer, you know, questionnaires or quizzes, um, you know, there's knockout questionnaires and there's, you know, profile building type of questionnaires that can be deployed uh, to really, you know, help identify which, you know, candidate's going to be most successful or the best fit for the organization, who's going to fit in with the culture. Um, you know, you can ask those type of questions before you even lay eyes on the candidate. So, you know, by default, it's, you know, eliminating any prejudice that, you know, a hiring manager may have um, just by the, you know, the candidates that it's bringing in are the people who, um, you know, expressed the, uh, the appropriate response for the position. So, yeah, it, it, you know, it does that intrinsically as just, you know, part of the application. Fantastic. Now, a little side article I was talking about when I, what I was reading about when it comes to artificial intelligence, AI, when it comes to human capital management. So an article in Information Week earlier this year, Gardner issued a research note exploring AI using cases in human capital management. They concluded that many of these applications were still in the, quote, demo candy stage, mainly to demonstrate product roadmaps. In other words, AI-related expectations are outpacing reality. This research note stated that artificial intelligence and HCM is applied mostly to employee and candidate-facing applications, including talent acquisition, voice of the employee listening, HR help desk virtual assistant, career coaching, performance feedback, learning content personalization, and schedule optimization. Talk to me about, is there any AI that's being played into what your platform does, and how do you take the, to the idea that ASIMs are being called, you know, only in the demo candy phase? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a very industry in, interesting topic, and we probably talk for an hour on that alone. But you know, th this is one of the things that drives me a little crazy about the HCM industry as a whole. You know, um, AI is definitely coming to you know the HCM software industry, but it's not there yet. You know, and that's not really an, an opinion of mine. It's just it's a fact, right? So I I know I have competitors in the space, and they offer canned demos of you know these future realities, and you know that's kind of what they sell on. People grew. We only use live production instances of the application to de show demos. So, you know, we just make it a practice not to sell futures, but sell what's here today. Um, so in a lot of ways, I guess the, the author is correct. Um, you know, there are companies out there that are selling futures and vaporware. Um, and you're starting to see things now that would be, you know, the building blocks for, you know, true AI. So you're seeing things like predictive analytics and HCM systems. And, and that's real now. And, you know, what does that mean? Well, you know, systems can use algorithm algorithms once they have enough data to give you, you know, future indicators about like performance, uh, employee performance, uh, flight risks or the likelihood to leave the organization. And our technology can even give you ideas around, you know, succession planning and who might be the best candidate or who might be most suited to be promoted into a different position. Um, but, you know, this applies to really pre-employment as well. You know, the system can make some predictions as to what employees will be the best fit. Uh, but where the industry is going at the moment, it's all about the employee experience. Uh, 
Um, so you will, you know, eventually you're going to have that voice of the employee and, you know, AI is going to just improve the interaction with the system uh, for both the employer and the employee. It's going to assist with training and development and sourcing talent and building a good company culture uh, and a lot of decision support tools. So people are picking the right benefits. Um, so the chat bots are coming to your system um, and it's true. But if anyone comes in trying to sell you that today, I would be highly skeptical and consider <laughs> consider running away because, um, you know, it's on everybody's roadmap. Everybody's working hard, but the, the technology um, that is available today, um, it, it's not deployment ready for, for HCM systems. Um, but, you know, it, it's coming, but, you know, you have to be really, uh, really careful about um you know, what you, uh, what you see versus what the reality is today. People Guru is going to be at the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo coming up in Miami, Florida, August 3rd and 4th. Uh, we see that you're going to be at booth 315, 315. Uh, give us a little bit of information of what people can expect when they come to the show and what they'll have uh, if they're going to go and meet you at the booth. Sure. And, you know, please do. Please come meet me at the booth. Um, you know, you can expect from us. We'll have a lot of great giveaways. We'll have some more than pleasant people. Um, and we'll be, you know, we'll be demonstrating our software and, you know, talking about how an HCM ap application might be able to help your organization. Uh, but we'd love the opportunity to, uh, you know, meet with everybody that comes to the show and, uh, you know, stop by the booth for some some refreshments and a shirt at least. Oh, absolutely. So, again, I really do appreciate you taking time to talk to us, Robert. Robert Moore, Cannabis Guru at People Guru. And let people know in the meantime, while we're waiting to go ahead and have the show come up, and for those that are going to be checking out, where should they go to go ahead and learn more about People Guru? Where's the website? Sure. Um, PeopleGuru.com, all one word. Um, you can't miss it. We are all over the web. And um, we will actually be deploying a, a cannabis-specific page in the very, very near, near future. Um, and I myself am always available as well during regular business hours, Eastern Standard Time, 813-940-3103. But, you know, really excited and looking forward to meeting everyone at the conference. So, again, peopleguru.com. Uh, Robert, thank you so much for being here on the USC Expo Experience. Thanks so much for your time. And thank you all of you. Once again, educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Days away is this wonderful event. You need to be here for the second annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo in Miami, Florida, August 3rd and 4th. If you are with the sound of my voice here in South Florida, make sure you are at the show. The word's out there. We want to make sure you get your tickets right now at usccexpo.com. usccexpo.com. Thanks for joining us. You can download episodes of the USCC Expo experience by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.